Hey y'all, this is Wrestling's Last Journeyman, the show stealer from Tater Peeler, and one hell of a hand, Jeremiah Plunkett, and I'm wishing a happy new year to my former agent, Jimmy Street, his brother, the almighty Plastic Sheik, and all the listeners to give me back my pro wrestling. My new year's resolution for the world of professional wrestling is simple. Leave it better than I found it. Happy New Year, everybody. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. This is Steve Bowtie Bryant here. Back in the 90s, I was a pro wrestling photographer for the South, and I released what might have been one of the original sets of indie trading cards. I ran across some of these original sets. They were up in Randall Fanning's attic all this time. PG-13 rookie card, Ricky Morton, George Weingroff as the Sheep, Chris Champion, Reno Riggins, Billy Montana, Gary Valiant, the Scorpion, the Medic, Rick Reynolds, Jeff Daniels, Mephisto and Dante, Ben Jordan, Steve Neely, Marcus Woodrow, Clinton Charisma, Little Farmer John. If you'd like an opportunity to get these cards, contact me now. You can get them for only $49.99. Contact me at stevebowtiebryant at iCloud.com. Get your set now while supplies last. Hey, this is Jimmy from the Live and in Color with Wolfie D and Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling Podcast. Would you like to also make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. And that's how you're hearing this right now. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it's made the job of producing multiple podcasts so much easier. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling. This is Ben Jordan. It's Dave Neely. And we're We're the Wild Boys. We just want to wish everyone on Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling a Happy New Year. Happy New Year. First off, guys, I'd like to wish everybody out there a a happy and prosperous New Year. Me and Dominique are just sitting home and enjoying life. And uh, just want to say Happy New Year to everybody. Happy New Year. And uh, as far as New Year's resolutions, the only resolution I got is quit getting older. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Um, 
the wrestling scene for 2024, I tell you what I would really like to see. I hope Billy Corgan does what he says he's going to do and brings back a territory system for the NWA because there are so many kids out there that have so much talent that nobody ever gets to see. And if they would do that, not only would it give them a, a, a place to learn, you, you put a ring general in, in those territories that teach those kids and show them the right way and rebuild wrestling. It needs rebuilding. It needs a facelift. My cousin's son down in the Beaumont area is just trying to get broke in, and I got him hooked up with Luke Hawks, and Luke hooked him up with some guys in Beaumont, and uh, he's coming along pretty good, picking up a lot of shows, but he needs somebody all the time. And, I mean, that Texas area over there has got a ton of talent. you got Booker T in Houston. you got Vordell Walker. You've got Luke Hawks right there in Louisiana. Castle Riley. There's a ton of guys. They need to bring that territory system back. And that's what I want to see for this coming year. Let's give these guys that have no place to go and no place to learn the opportunity that we had back in the 80s. That's what I would like to see for uh, 24. Other than that, hey, me and Dominique just say Happy New Year's, and um, everybody be safe out there. Jeff the Crippler Daniels and Dominique, we out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome one more time to the Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm here, as always, with my brother from the same father and mother. What's up, Sheik? How you doing today, brother? I'm good, brother. How are you? Just recovered a little bit from Christmas. Yeah, no doubt. Happy New Year to everyone out there. Our great great listener people. You know, we thank you all so much for, you know, joining us through the year. And and we're happy to see what happens in 2024. But definitely Happy New Year, man. Christmas is a blur now. And now it's New Year's and it's just on to a new year, man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it, I hope. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. I hear you. I hear yeah. you. Just think it's only like 359 days till Christmas. Yeah, exactly. I better get started now. Yeah. Yeah. I was like 354 days still shopping. So, <laughs> but yeah, I've got somewhat of a croup right now. I don't know. It's like a family thing that's going around. So I don't know what my voice is going to sound like on the other side, but hopefully it'll make it through this. But so, so I kind of had an idea for this show. So last year, you know, first off, it's really tough to book a guest through the holidays. And, and, and it should be. And it should be, really. And and it's fine, you know. And I even toyed with the idea of saying, hey, look, we deserve one week off. But, hey, yeah, I, I just can't do it. But what I mean by that is, so what we're going to do is we're going to take it back to old school ways. Dashik and I, we're going to rock it like we always did back before we had guests on the show. And I figured since it's New Year's, so, you know, New Year's Day, it was just a few days ago. And now it's the fourth that you all are listening to this. And I just thought, you know, like last year we had this idea on the Wolfie D podcast that we would do our our top 10 New Year's resolutions for 2023, okay? And then Wolfie got sick, so Randy Hales came in, and he and I did the show. And it went well, and I liked it. And most of my things that I wished for didn't happen. So, so I thought, you know, since, like I said, it's hard time booking a guest sometimes – 
And I said, you know what, Sheik, let's do this. Let's do our own New Year's resolutions for pro wrestling, only through the give me back my pro wrestling lens instead of live and in code Wolfie D. And I came to you with that, and you were cool with it. So I said, let's do it. So that's what we're doing now, guys. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a you know we had we had we had a few other ideas we kicked back and forth, and you may see those ideas come to fruition down the road. But like right now, it just felt like the right time for this when it felt uh, felt like it was the best idea for right now. Um, yeah, you know, uh, we'll we'll be back to our guests here shortly. It's uh, you know it just it's it's a lot to ask somebody during the holidays when they're trying to spend time with family because we're trying to do the same thing. Um, right. Right. Exactly. So it's, it's a lot to ask of somebody to take their time, uh, you know, an hour, hour and a half, two hours, uh, whatever it may be to uh, spend with us when they could be spending with their family. So, yeah. So we're kicking it old school and today kicking it old school. Yeah. Today is our new year's resolutions for pro wrestling in 2024. You know, obviously some of these will be personal. Some of these will be for the greater good. Some of these will be probably totally unattainable, but that's what we're kind of going for here. And we hope you have a great time listening to us while we do it. You know, if we do have a question and answer option in our podcast, especially through Spotify, if you guys listen to us through Spotify, hit us with the five stars, but also do me a favor and put your New Year's resolutions in the question and answer section there. You can join in with us, basically, but that's only through Spotify. So if you listen to us through another way, don't even worry about it. We just thank you for listening. But when it comes down to it, you know, a New Year's resolution, sometimes you think of these, you're like, okay, well, these are basically made to be broken, right? I mean, nobody... Past yeah. February, sometimes you don't remember even what you asked for or, or what you wished could happen, essentially. And a lot of it's time, you know, is just inability to put the action behind the wish. Other cases is you find out that maybe it's not something that worked for you. And, you know, so many gym memberships are full in January and then in February, it's a different story. So, you know, yeah. I've never put a lot of yeah, I've never put a lot of stock in New Year's resolutions, but I do have some strong opinions for wrestling. So <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's why we're here. That's why we do this. Right. We have because uh, we love it and we uh we want to see wrestling do good. We want to see wrestling be great. Um, you know, we 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 prefer, you know, the past year stuff, but we can also enjoy a current uh you know, the current product, uh, you know, my favorite, uh, event of the year, the Royal rumble is coming up. So, you know, I'm always down for that. Um, you know, if I can't get up for the Royal rumble, then what else, what can I get up for in wrestling? Right. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. It'll be fun to watch that, but you know, our last episode, we had Pat Rose on, had an awesome conversation with Pat. Y'all showed us your, your, your listening out there by, by, by tuning into that one. So we greatly appreciate that you all listen to that show. You know, we can't thank you all enough for all the times you've listened to us. We definitely appreciate it. But Pat was awesome, man. Had a lot of fun with him. He's just got stories for days. So yeah, it was good to talk to him. And, you know, we found somebody that our dad would actually listen to something they say more than 
uh, he would listen to us. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. with his fishing background. <laughs> yeah, with his fishing background. Yeah, but if y'all haven't gone, check out Set the Hook with Pat Rose. I'm sure you already have. That's not a question. But if you haven't, go check it out. But for this one, we like I said, we're running no guests here. And like I said, you know, we had a great Christmas with one another. Got to open some awesome gifts. I got a Terry Funk t-shirt from Jared. That's all I can ask for. And, and the cool thing is, is Mason, you know, long story short, Mason found our original Road Warrior Rimco action figures. So, yeah. You know, shout out to Mason. He's gone through a lot these holidays, and we uh, we thank you for that, Mason. I, I got to awesome shout gift. you out for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It, he found like our original Hogan. He found our original Road Warriors, and this is this is the real deal, y'all. This is not like him going. And the original out. Ted RCD too. Original Ted RCD, which I had done something stupid with, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was good to see those. You just thought he looked better without a beard. It's all right. Yeah, I don't understand. Exacto <laughs> knifed his beard off, man. I don't get it. But anyway, we thank you so much, Mason, for that. We definitely appreciate it, and it's glad to you know get to spend some time with you and everybody. So I, I say, you know, unless you have anything else for the intro, Jet, let's go ahead and and get into our list here for our give me back my pro wrestling New Year's resolutions for pro wrestling. What do you let's say? Do let's do it, brother. All right, we'll be right back after these messages. This is Tommy Angel, and you're listening to Giving Back My Pro Wrestling. My hope for the business in 2024 is that it would return to its roots, that the members of the wrestling community be good stewards of the brand and, and really learn the art of storytelling and bringing the fans involved so this business continues to grow and flourish for decades to come. This is Crow, and you're listening to Gimme Mac My Pro Wrestling with Jimmy Street and Jarrett the Plastic Sheik. I've been asked to give you guys and gals my New Year's resolution, and that would be one thing if I could have something that I currently don't have. That would be a great venue to host a monthly or weekly event without having some kids try to come in and infringe on what we're trying to do and get back to producing and running some good tv some live events and giving the guys that deserve it a good place to work and all that good stuff to give me a good place to scratch that creative itch but i hope all of you continue to listen to this great podcast and i hope all of you had a great christmas and a happy new year and we'll see y'all down the road because what you gonna do brother and that's it's a shoot, palette. Hey guys, this is Wolfie D from PG-13. Check out my podcast, Live and in Color with Wolfie D, every Monday at noon. We're talking Memphis, we're talking ECW, WCW, WWF, everywhere that I've been. We even have some great guests, some Hall of Famers on the show with us. Every Monday, Live and in Color with Wolfie D. This is Crawl, and you're listening to Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling with Jimmy Street and Jared the Plastic Sheik. Be sure to like, subscribe, and view all of our USWO and Saw Wrestling content at Nashville Wrestling Network exclusively on YouTube. Hey, as we're closing the door on 2023, I'm wishing a happy and prosperous new year to give me back my pro wrestling for an exciting 2024. If you don't know who these guys are, you must be living in a cave or under a rock or whatever. Go to your 
uh, streaming platform, download them, whether it's Apple, Spotify, YouTube, whatever it may be. Hey, they're bringing you the best wrestling action platform, interviews, whatever you want to call it. They're bringing the best to you. Wishing you the best in 2024. Give me back my pro wrestling. Hey, this is the Dragon Scott Lee. Hey, I'm here to tell you, you know, my 2024 New Year's resolutions. I have a couple, uh, but New Year's resolutions. At first, I want to give a shout out because I want to keep seeing the, you know, Jimmy Street and the Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling podcast. I want you guys to keep doing your thing. You are doing a wonderful, wonderful job for pro wrestling. Um, this is one of the best podcasts I feel that's out there. Uh, it's the best show, one of the best shows I've, I hear of that's doing its thing and really giving back to pro wrestling uh, for old school and the new school. So shout out to you guys. I want to see you guys keep doing your thing. I want to see old school pro wrestling continue to grow, um, to continue to get better. I think it's starting to slowly, but it's starting to make a comeback. I want to see it continue to do its thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, for me personally, with New Year, with uh, my New Year's resolutions, it's been, I want to see National Independent Championship Wrestling, NICW, to continue. We've, we've started back up uh, in 2023, had a few great shows there. I want to see uh, uh, 2024 to continue to be blessed with uh, NICW as well as American Pro Wrestling uh, continue to grow and uh, give old school pro wrestling, um, bring back old school pro wrestling in the uh, Virginia, uh, Carolina, West Virginia areas and continue to uh, to grow. And like I said, give this old school pro wrestling back um, to the fans and uh that's it. It's just my big thing right now is just I want to see pro wrestling, uh, independent and old school pro wrestling grow and get even better and bigger in 2024. Happy New Year to all the fans. Happy New Year to everybody listening. And, um, you know, I hope you guys have all your New Year's resolutions come true. There you go. Be safe this holiday season. All right. We are back. And like I said, y'all put up with me. My voice is a little wonky today. I may cough. I may hack. I may whatever. But I'll make sure to not do it into the microphone as much as possible. But obviously, we're not calling it a top 10 because the Wolfie D podcast has that trademarked. <laughs> <laughs> So what we're going to do is we're, we're going to do this in a top 10 format, obviously, but we're going to call it the give me back my pro wrestling official New Year's resolutions of 2024. And I think, you know, if you don't mind, Jet, go ahead and get us started. So my first entry on the list, I guess it'd be my number 10. I want I want to um, get a little plastic chic here. I want I want to complete my LJN collection. Um, as many of you may have heard and we talked about in the past, I've gotten near, uh, the whole set. I'm lacking the black strap Andre. Um, and I think Billy Jack Haynes hat. And if you want to count it, I'm lacking the Sergeant Slaughter, um, Hasbro. That's very much an LJN. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I got the, I got the, uh, I got a ring for, for Christmas, it was a nice Christmas gift for my wife and kids. Very uh, nice. Yeah, so it, you know, it's a little refurbished, but it's it's it looks good. Looks mostly original. Uh, you know, a few touch ups here and there. I think uh, to make it la- still good after forty years. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it, but it's awesome. So I just need. I think those three things. There may be some. I mean, I guess there's the different Corporal Kirshners, the bearded and the stubble. Maybe I need those. Uh, I have to. I have to check my 
stock and see on that, but <laughs> I'd love I'd love to just complete that. So I so I feel like uh so I feel like a whole plastic sheik there. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You got to complete to be the complete sheik, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> I like that. I would like to see that. I definitely saw the picture of the LJN ring. I thought that was very cool. Without you know somebody's yeah. butt butt causing it to crack down the middle or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Or somebody's butt falling on the post. Oh, geez Louise. Yeah. (laughs) It's horrible. Well, yeah, that's a great number 10. I like how you went totally selfish there. So (laughs) they're not all going to be selfish, but (laughs) I know I'm just kidding. So my number 10 is simple as a pimple. You know, recently we went to see pro wrestling in Johnson city at freedom hall at WWE super show. And that was a lot of fun. It gave me, uh, you know, a, a good feeling um, one that I hadn't felt in a long time about pro wrestling. Yeah. Did I care about half of them? No, I didn't, but it was just the atmosphere, the camaraderie with the fellow fans, you know, and just the overall feel of just live pro wrestling. And so my number 10 is as much as possible. I want to go see more live wrestling. Yeah. There's just that's, nothing that's like it, one. you know? Yeah, that's a great one. And and as a matter of fact, that's my number nine. Um, so we'll, we could lead into that and discuss a little more, you know, uh, we had such a great time with that and, and it doesn't have to be WWE or, or AEW or anything like that. You know, we're up for smaller shows too. It's just, we have to make a, a more um, conscious effort to, to do that. Um, and to to seek them out sometimes and everything like that, it's not it doesn't always just fall in your lap. And uh, there it is. But right. I, I would I would also love to go to a bigger event, whether it be a Raw or a SmackDown or even a pay per view type event. Um, yes, you know you know even you know Rampage Dynamite Collision whatever it, it doesn't have to be um, WWE. I guess sometimes I've just more went to WWE for uh, little chic's sake. Uh, you know. Right. Right. AEW is a little more PG thirteen to to R <laughs> right at times. So um, right, just, just protected my uh, seven year old. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. I I, I agree. I mean, I want to see more local wrestling too. I would love to see Crawl running a show. You know, I know. There's so many others that are running great local shows. Unfortunately, in North Carolina, I haven't, you know, figured out which one I need to go to, but I would love to see some more live wrestling. But, you know, whether it's WWE, whether it's AEW, whether it's TNA, whether it's whatever, I would definitely love to see more live pro wrestling, no question. So, yeah, man, yeah. TNA, yeah, TNA is, is back as TNA, basically. So, yeah, that's a, I think that's a, I think that's a positive impact. Never kind of had the, even when it was called impact or whatever, I still called it TNA, I think. So, yeah, exactly. And I mean, I still call it TNA too. And I think most people did. And I think it's, it was kind of an, it it was like they were trying to get away from something, but I think now they're figuring it out to come back to it. But we'll talk about that in just a second. So since you said your number nine was see more live wrestling, my number nine is keep the pedal to the floor on my podcasts. So, you know, I don't really know a different way how to do this other than the way that I do it. And I've learned from the ground up how to do podcasts and that one person other than, you know, you or my family or somebody who loves me listens is 
is all inspiring to me, honestly. And it makes me want to do more. It makes me want to put the pedal down and really see where these can go, especially, you know, with, with the way things are in wrestling now, as far as, you know, it's hot, man. And I, w- I want to see where we can, where we can take this podcast. I want to see where the Wolfie D podcast can go. And I, I just really want to, I want to, I want to work as hard as I did in 2023. I want to work the same as in 2024. And because I have seen progress and from downloads to rankings to just overall experience, it's, it's been a great year and I want to double that next year. So yeah, 2024, I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you can put in the work brother. I know, um, you know, I know people can tell, um, you know, you're constantly, I mean, you do in a two week span, you're, you put out three, um, you know, two with Wolfie D and one with us. And so you're, you're always doing, you know, two to three interviews every week or every other week. So that, that's a lot of work. Uh, you know, and then the time you put in editing, I know you do a lot of that, uh, to, to, to church up how we sound and, and the flow of the whole thing sometimes. So it, it's, it's really, uh, an applause worthy thing to, to know, know how, what you put into this and, and how you have seen the positive, uh, numbers back at you. So. I appreciate you saying that, you know, at the beginning of last year, I would have never guessed that this show would have interviewed and done so many numbers like with the Gator McAllister, Shane Morton, Rick Reynolds, Tommy Angel, Rick McCord, you know, David Isaac. I never expected all of this to happen. And, you know, the the Plunky and Crawl episode, I mean, there's just been so many fun episodes that have happened this year that I just can't wait to see what happens next year. You know, that's my exciting point. So, you know, like I said, Absolutely. 20, you know, like, like, like Mr. T's Clubber Lang said, I'm coming for you, Creed, you know, and, <laughs> and I thought you were quoting Booker T there for a second. So anyway, yeah, I just want, I'm, I'm just excited to see what the next year brings. Jet. We'll, we'll leave it at that. So, yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. So my uh, number eight for me is for AEW to do as good with Sting's retirement match as they've done with, um, you know, his run in AEW. I've, I've, you know, not always, you know, been the biggest AEW fan. Uh, I appreciate what they're doing for wrestling and that there's a second option and that they, uh, they provide a good, a good uh, alternative to WWE for people to work. And, you know, anytime, anytime you have competition, that's when wrestling is the best, you know, and TNA has been around, but unfortunately they've never been real competition to WWE. Uh, Maybe, maybe here and there, they've been like slight competition, but they've never been real competition. So I think AEW is great for that. Um, And I've enjoyed a lot of AEW. I'm just saying I've sometimes they lose me with some of their stuff, but, They've done great by me with Sting. I'm I'm happy with the way they've treated him. Uh, he's undefeated in AEW. I expect him to lose his retirement match. I could be wrong. Um, I, I've heard mentions of people saying he'll, him and Darby will wrestle. So it's like mentor versus mentee, and you know he'll put Darby over. If it does, I, that would be great. I don't know what direction they're going, but I just I just want them to to pull it off great and to let sting go out, you know, kind of the way he wants to and yeah. not, and not injured. Yeah. 
Something says that he'll put somebody over. I don't know who, but, no. you, know, you know, I just hope they treat Sting, like you said, I hope they, they give him a good out. Most of his generation believes in going out on their back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Looking at the lights for the last time. And so you want that to be a very special thing, especially if he's going to leave his boots in the ring and do all that stuff, because you want it to be somebody that deserves it, somebody that's pretty decisive. And, you know, hopefully it's it's done as well as it can be. And, yeah, I, I, I agree. I hope they do right by him, you know, so yeah. he definitely deserves it. Absolutely. It's it's amazing to look at, you know, everybody always wants to compare, and we've done it to compare him and the Ultimate Warrior. Um, you know, and Warrior's gone, so, you know, he didn't have a chance really, but he didn't have the staying power that Sting had um, through a lot of fault of his own and right. his uh, and his attitude. Uh, right. but, but Sting has had a attitude to learn and to evolve and everything like that. And I think that I think that he'll I think whatever whatever is decided, it'll be the right way. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And, you know, I did notice an uptick in people talking about the whole sting and ultimate warrior thing after our episode dropped, by the way. So, you know, if if that's heard it here first, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So my number eight. And this one is kind of what I would say one of my more altruistic statements because this has no – well, it has some benefit to me, I I suppose. But this one is solely for my homie Wolfie D. This one is, I think, especially being that TNA is – you know, coming back around. And I feel like it's time that the new church is in the TNA Hall of Fame. And I really, truly feel, being that they're one of the original villains, I know James Mitchell, you know, maybe it would be tough finding Brian Lee, but I know that Wolfie, James Mitchell, I know there's several others they could bring in to put in that as well. But, you know, those guys were the original villains of that whole, this is from the very beginning of TNA. And, you know, America's Most Wanted really, they they helped make AMW, you know what I'm saying? And... I just feel like to see the new church be, you know, enshrined in the TNA Hall of Fame, I think that's something that should and would and could and needs to happen. You know, that's just my thoughts on that. So, yeah. How many does TNA typically put in in a year? Do you know? I have no clue. <laughs> it seems like they only do like one a year, is what something so like that, that. That's what yeah. worries me, I guess, for. For you, that resolution could be true, but it, it would be it'd be nice. Uh, you know, I know some of their people. You know, yeah. Like, I don't. I don't think AJ's in yet, but AJ probably won't go in until he retires, right? Uh, from WWE. So, right. Um, you know, and and also think. You know, remember when Hogan went in, Piper went in. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So maybe our hope is that America's Most Wanted would go in and then the new church could be there, Roddy Piper. You know what I'm saying? That'd so Yeah, that'd be great, man. It'd be be good to see. You know, James Mitchell was so instrumental in um, all that time there. He deserves his spot, and then you can't put him in without his his followers. But, you know. Yeah. I agree. Those they, they they I feel like they deserve it, and I don't know that the PG thirteen will ever go into the WWE Hall of Fame, but I definitely feel like the New Church definitely belongs in the TNA Hall of Fame. And yes, Absolutely. that is for Wolfie. And yes, 
<laughs> it would probably help our podcast, you know, but when it comes down to it, I mean, it just, I think it's, I think it's the right thing to do and it's the right time to do it, you know? So well, it deserves to happen one way or the other. So exactly. Whether he's got a podcast or he doesn't, it's, it's mm-hmm. still deserving. Yeah, absolutely. What's your number seven chic? <laughs> so my number seven is for, um, for WWE to give a crap about tag team wrestling. Oh, but bam, I love it. I mean, I'm serious, man. Back in the day when we when we first loved wrestling, and I'm not even talking about Jim Crockett or something like that, but just look at the WWF when we loved it. The Hart Foundation, the British Bulldogs, Demolition, the Road Stri- Warriors, Strike Force, Strike Force, the Killer mm. Bees. Right. Right. I mean, the Nasty Boys. I mean, and I know some of them were WCW teams too at times, but what was the dream team with uh, the Barber and, and uh, Hammer? So The Rockers, the Bush the Rockers. Fighters, I mean, seriously. Demolition. I mean. And it's it, it's like they gave a crap about it at one point in, in time. But then it's like the Attitude Era hit, and they didn't give a crap about tag team wrestling anymore. I mean, they had the New Age Outlaws, and they did good, but they still didn't give a crap about it. I mean, if they weren't part of DX, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have been so successful. Right. Yeah. And again, if I have to say it, one thing AEW does consistently better is tag team wrestling. Amen. They do. Yeah. And it's not even close to me. I mean, and I'm I'm not saying that that WWE doesn't have the talent. They just don't give a crap about it. Don't, they don't, they, they make it comedy. I mean, like, right. Right, and, it, and it's like it doesn't have to be. You can have some comedy in there, but you don't have to have all comedy for tag team wrestling. I mean, look how good that somebody like R Truth does with comic comedy in like a kind of more serious environment with like the Judgment Day. <laughs> like, he's, yeah, R Truth yeah. is so funny. I mean, like, he really is. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I just love to watch R Truth to see if who's going to break on screen with him because somebody yeah. can break. Somebody is, yeah. He, he's, but, somebody's always going to do that hide their mouth gimmick, you know, and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. But I, w- I would like to honestly see him um, split the titles again. And if you're, you're going to have Raw and SmackDown pretty, if they're going to stay apart a lot, you know, have Raw tag titles and SmackDown tag titles. Sure. Or if you're going to have the tag teams going between both, keep them as one and just merge them as one. Don't have, don't have both belts. So. Right, right. Yeah, I'm with you. It's a, I honestly feel like in some way they've cared more about the women's tag titles than they have the men's lately. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that, but it's just it's just that they don't they don't give a crap about it. And I don't understand. I thought Triple H might bring about some new thought to that because I know Vince has never really cared for tag team wrestling because he has kind of hit one of his opinions is why pay two when I can pay one. Right. You know, right, right. Why pay four when I can pay two in the ring? Exactly, you know? exactly. So, but you've got so many guys on your roster. Let's pair some up and and really get you know. A, a, I mean, because dude, that's a whole other. I mean, back in the day, you know, you could have a a shows and B shows, and a tag team could headline the B show. They were mm-hmm. so over back then, you know. Yeah. And I just feel like it's time. Let's get all these guys that you've got and you don't have enough screen time. Let's put them in tag teams and make a solid, viable tag team division. And, I mean, honestly, tag team wrestling is my favorite type of wrestling. It always has been. And I I think it always will be. 
and to see some of these guys that you could easily put in. in, I mean, they definitely focus almost more on trios than they do tag teams these days, you know, or, or 10 man tag matches or something. It's like, right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I agree with you. I love it. Let's bring tag team wrestling back. I I love that. And let's make it really real viable again, you know? So, well, number seven, I think you're going to like this one because this one's kind of focused on you. And I dropped this idea to you, you know, and this is maybe just a pipe dream. And I don't know that anything will come of this, but it's a two-parter. Let's just say that. One, I would love by the end of 2024 to have a plastic chic action figure in my hands of some type, whether it be, you know, Shane Martin's Galoob style, whether it be a LJN made by Sin Bodhi, whether it be a real deal figure. But that makes me lead into this in that the eventual wanting of a give me back my pro wrestling plastic chic action figure line possibility of... Mm. Some of the guys we've had on the show, you know, think about that, man. I mean, think about, I know we've had guys that have had action figures before, and I know we've had guys that maybe never will. And it would be cool to, you know, and, and, and again, I know there's a lot of time, effort, and money to put into that. And it's something that's way above my head, but that's why it's somewhat of a pipe dream. But I still think it would be cool to, to at least have a plastic chic action figure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it would be. (laughs) <laughs> a dream of dreams almost uh, um, to have something like that. And and we're not saying it's not possible just because it's, you know, say it's a pipe dream, but we'll just have to see. It's it's, it's something that uh, maybe it'll happen organically or maybe we'll have to put, um, you know, all the effort in the world into it. We'll see. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's worth it. It's worth a dream. Yeah, it is worth a dream, and that's maybe where it will stay. But when it comes down to it, I still think a Plastic Chic action figure line would be awesome, too. So, I mean, what style? Who knows? What, you know, I mean. I would prefer an older style, so LJN or Galoob or something like that. If if I, if I had to, you know, yeah. if I was the if I was the breaker or Hasbro style, I could take Hasbro style. Sure, yeah. yeah. We'll yeah have to figure style, too. It's- yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> Whatever's gonna, whatever's gonna enjoy that. And if you would want a plastic chic action figure, let us know. Or if you'd like to see something like that progress, let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts on that. You know. Yeah. So, but anyway, I know that one was not for me, but I still would like to see that happen. You know. So. Yeah. All right. What What's your number six, brother? My number six. It'll It'll fall into the same category. Can Powertown pick up the pace? <laughs> Please. Oh. Oh. I mean, we we love Power Town. I plan on supporting them um, until until they give me a reason not to. But we've already got the first figures, and they're already done. And they've announced the Remco's, and they've announced um, you know what Series Two uh, will look like. But can we pick up the pace at this point? You you know we're talking about they've signed hundreds of wrestlers. Well, to get hundreds of wrestlers, we're going to be, I'm going to be 60 years old before they get these guys out and yeah. pick up the pace. And I understand their standards and I understand that there's timing and everything like that. But man, we seem to crank out the Matt Cardona and Brian Myers pretty fast. Can we, can we get, can we get some love for some of these other people too and crank them out? I mean, yeah. and they've also made a partnership with TNA and that's great. That's fabulous. But is that going to speed things along? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Or, 
Yeah, I mean, that's a great question, and who knows on that? I mean, I saw that, and that's pretty cool, and maybe there'll be a new church action figures, you know, and and that could be awesome. But what I mean by that is, like, you know, if it's a nine-month to 10- or 12-month window from pre-order to in your hands, I mean, that's 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 a long time, man. I mean, what's a normal pre-order turnaround for you? You've done a, You've done several of those. Man, I mean, Power Town is the longest, I think. I mean, and it's not fair to compare Power Town to Mattel, but like Mattel's pre-orders sometimes are like a month and they're and they're in your hands. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I've noticed the Zombie Sailor ones are, are can be quite long, too. I mean, they could be three to four months at least. So I would say average, you know, on so it's the smaller companies is three to six months. Uh, the bigger companies probably one to three months. I don't know, man. I just feel like the pace, and I know that that probably they want to make ensure stuff goes right after the um, after they kind of got buried a little bit by uh, Cardona and the boys with uh, the first series kind of falling apart and everything like that. But until until you get get a quicker pace, you're going to lose people. That's the thing. You're going to lose people. You're going to lose collectors, and the collecting market for wrestling figures is so big right now. <laughs> Um, that if you don't, you know, you got people my age who have money to collect that that's who you're targeting basically right now. Yeah. People my age that they have money to collect. Uh, I don't think Gen Z is collecting these figures for a, a big amount and that's not a knock on Gen Z. I'm just saying, I don't think that they're going to be investing in a Vern Gagne and a Luthez figure, you know, it's, um, I don't know. We'll see. I just, I just want them to pick up the pace a little bit. And I know, again, I understand that I don't understand that business fully, but I'm just afraid that they're going to lose the fire that they could have. Right. That's a great point. That's a very great point. And hopefully they don't. And hopefully the people don't get, you know, t- what's the word like tired or not tired. Maybe they get impatient and quit, you know, disinterested. Would, maybe. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great one. You know, I, I guess you saw the Carrie Von Eric Ultimate Diamond. Yeah, it, it looked good too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be great. You know, I just man, I, I I realize the timing of the movie, but here's the problem: you pre-order it at the time of the movie, but you get it at the time of the sequel. I'm just kidding, but still. Like, <laughs> It's a bad joke, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, my number six has, you know, I've talked about other people and stuff like that, and, you know, I think I think this one kind of goes into something you said earlier about the tag team division, is that I want to see less belts. I want to see more important titles. I would love to see, you know, and I remember back in the day, some matches didn't even need a title involved in it. It feels like now, especially on AEW with Ring of Honor's 30 titles and AEW's titles that I don't even know who has or what the names of all of them are. But it to me is just crazy that that there's so many titles and yes, the, you know, and the theory that Dave Milliken gave us about Jim Crockett, how they would have, you know, enough titles so that every show that they would run had an important match on it with an important title on the card. But when it comes down to it, I would like to see about all the belts cut in half. And I know you have two separate shows and they really don't. They WWE has been better at 
at it than than AEW has. But you know, to me, there's not enough guys. It just takes all the importance away, is what I'm trying to say. So anyway, yeah, yeah you lose some of the meaning behind it being a champion. Absolutely. So I'd like to see less belts and let's see, let's, you know, I'd like to see less, you know, overall confusion as to what the titles are and what they mean. And and maybe let's, let's, let's cut them all in half and see where we're at there. And let's see if the importance of the belts goes up a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, of course, that was number six for me. I say let's take a quick break, listen to a commercial or two, and we'll be right back with our remaining list. How's that sound? That sounds great, brother. All right. We will be right back with more from Gimme Back, my pro wrestling after these messages. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Gator McAllister coming at you. That's right. You know, New Year's just hit us, and we, everybody's got resolutions. So, you know, I guess my resolution is to try to get myself back in my top shape, you know, go back to the gym, lose a little weight, all that good stuff. As far as wrestling goes, I would love in 2024 to see professional wrestling get back the way it used to be, you know, the old school stuff. And just like this podcast, you know, give me back my pro wrestling, get away from all of the uh, theatrics, all of the the bull crap and everything that they're doing now. Let's get it back old school, the way it used to be, the way we want it, the way we loved it. Guys, be safe. Happy New Year. Hey, this is Rick Reynolds. Would like to wish everybody a happy holidays and a happy New Year. Hope everybody was safe, and I hope they enjoyed it. My New Year's resolution is: I hope and pray that. I can be a better friend to some of the people that I haven't contacted in a while. And so I'm going to make a conscious effort this year to to stay in touch and to talk to more people. And uh, just like I said, to be a better friend and see what I can do for more people. Um, I hope for wrestling. I, I hope the, to at least make one show this year. That's It's hard for me to go and watch some of the stuff nowadays. But uh, I'd like to take my daughter and maybe go to one show. Uh, one big show, AEW, or, or uh, maybe even go to, to NW um, Impact with a couple of my buddies that's wrestling down there to go see them. So that's it. Once again, I wish everybody a uh, happy holiday, and God bless you. That's right. It's the talk of Middle Tennessee, the channel you love to hate and the channel you hate to love. It's Brian Turner from Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. And if you're looking for matches from Wolfie D to Jerry Lawler to Dusty Rhodes and the team that put a pimp before your eyes and a goatee between your thighs, Booty Call and Athena, go to LostWrestling.com. See, I made it easy for you. Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. Booyah. Join me, Gene Jackson, for the Jackson Interaction Podcast, where I'll be doing one-on-one interviews with people from the world of professional wrestling, as well as stand-up comedy. You can get them anywhere podcasts are available in both video and audio form, but you can find them all at GeneJacksonPod.com. Hello, give up my pro wrestler listeners. This is Quentin Charisma. It is... Uh... December 31st, so that means we're fixing to have a new year. We're going to have a great year. Hope everybody has a blessed year. And in 2024, I hope all the boys have big nights at the gimmick table. So I hope the house is full of fans and wrestling gets back the way it used to be. Thanks for listening to Give Back My Pro Wrestling, and God bless. King of all wrestling media, Gene Jackson here from the Retro Wrestling Network. 
And I just want to give a quick shout out. Happy New Year to my boys, Jimmy Street, Wolfie D, and the Plastic Chic Jared. You guys continue to raise the bar on Pro Wrestling Podcast week in and week out, and we all appreciate it. And I just want to share my New Year's resolution and my wish for pro wrestling fans in general for this coming year in 2024 is just take a deep breath and remember why you became a wrestling fan to begin with, what's good about pro wrestling, what you love about pro wrestling, and watch the pro wrestling that suits you and don't watch the pro wrestling you don't enjoy. But let's all try to be a little more positive this year and uh, support the business and remember what it is we love about it rather than spending all our time on social media talking about the things we don't like about it. And like I said, I say that about myself especially. So again, Happy New Year, everybody, and thanks for being here with us every week jimmy street wolfie and plastic sheet you guys are awesome all right we are back with more from the give me back my pro wrestling's official new year's resolutions for 2024 and when it comes down to it you know these are our hopes and wishes. They're nothing that we expect to, to magically happen. Anything that has our name attached to it, we're going to put the effort in to make happen. But some of these are just pipe dreams. Now, are you, since you started the, the first part, I'm going to go ahead and start this one, okay? Okay. And so, all, right, all right. So with mine, this one is totally selfish and, and not sure that it's going to happen, but but it might. I want to at least manage one more fun or slash important. I want to manage at least one more match. And one you know, more match. One more match. I mean, when it comes down to it, I've been happy to not be active in wrestling because this this podcast surely takes up enough of my time and honestly there's more dividends from it let's just say that <laughs> but but when it comes down to it the itch is always there and part of this podcast is for me to stay active somewhat in the wrestling business and it I just feel like I need to have that one more match just to to know that that I can do it you know absolutely brother I'd, I'd be excited and I'd um, want to be there to see it as well Oh, you got to be there. All right. What's your number five? So my number five is, um, you know, I, I mentioned it before, but uh, I really, um, especially if I complete the LJN collection, as I Bruce said, but I, I really have to uh, get more involved as the plastic chic on like Instagram or something like that. So, so people can see my collection and uh, see how my setup and everything like that. Uh, I'm always my own worst um, uh, critic, I guess, as far as how it looks and everything like that. And I probably would get ready to post something and be like, that looks like crap. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, um, I just think it's, it's time and hopefully, hopefully I'll uh, actually do it. <laughs> yeah. I hope you do too, man, because Instagram is honestly the best for that in that it's, it's pictures. It's mostly posts about things or whatever you want to, you know, we use it to promote our podcast, but Honestly, it would be a great for uh, a format for you to to do your plastic chic stuff on. You can do quick videos, you can do you know reels, chic shorts, whatever we call them. But I, I definitely like that idea. You know, getting you involved on Instagram would be you know a, a, an important thing. I think because you know that can that can tie into networking for you. You know, and, and maybe it'll help you complete that collection. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. heard it here first. He actually said that guys. So <laughs> somebody, I know we're recording, but somebody really write that down <laughs> and we'll, we'll hold him to it. So. 
<laughs> anyway, I hope you haven't put yourself in a bind, Sheik. <laughs> no, never. Never, ever, right? Okay, well, my number four, I think this one is, you know, th- there's Hogan. We've seen Hogan on a million podcasts. There's Ric Flair. I think they have the same agent or same company that works with them. And so I think both of those gentlemen really get out there. And whether you believe everything Hulk says or whether Rick is totally sober when he does the interview, you know, they have kind of become somewhat infamous podcast interviews. And I would love to have either of those two gentlemen on our podcast. But I think the one guy that I think would probably be the peak for this podcast, and we talked about him a little bit earlier, but I think if we could interview Sting, I think we could say, hey, look, and you you and I have been fans of him for a long time. Our two what if episodes we did were around him and we didn't plan it that way but you know when it comes down to it i just love to to get sting on and interview him i'm sure he's way out of our budget and i'm sure you know it would be it would be a lot of work to get that to happen but i feel like if we could get sting on even for 30 minutes i would be happy and and consider something that is accomplished now to say that i do love all the guys that we've interviewed, I think our podcast stands apart from other podcasts because of the guys that we've interviewed. You know, I feel like we've found our our place in the wrestling podcast world. I really do. But when it comes down to it, I would still, uh, you know, it doesn't mean we don't want to interview the huge names, you know. And I think Sting would be someone that not only would be a great interview, but also would be something that would be very important to both of us. You know what I'm saying? So... Absolutely. I mean, we couldn't we couldn't ask for better than we've been treated by the people we've had so far. And, you know, I don't I don't think we would, but maybe we would be disappointed by somebody like Sting. But I I don't think so. Um, Just knowing his kind of easygoing personality. But, you know, to have somebody like that would be a dream come true. And I don't think anybody could fault us for uh, wishing to interview somebody like him. No, I, I totally agree. I think that's a that's a great point. And you know, some people say don't meet your heroes, but I've I want to say let's let's try to meet a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me try it, and then I'll tell you if I'm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I want to or not? Yeah. Well, what's your number four, Sheik? My number four is um, to just keep improving as a co-host, and uh, I think I can tell a difference from when I started. Um, that I've improved and I hope, hope the listeners and you can tell that I've improved. Um, I feel, I feel sometimes at the beginning, I, I, I would kind of shy away from thoughts that would run through my head if I thought it was interrupting the person or whatever. And now not that I try to interrupt people, but I try to, you know, we'll jump in there if I, if I've got a good point to make. So, yeah. Yeah. I just, I just want to keep improving at this and, you know, have a good time doing it with you. So, Uh, If I'm going to do it, I might as well improve at it. I mean, here's the thing. I've always thought that you were able and capable of doing it from the start. That's why I wanted you involved in the podcast as long as I have. And, you know, some other people got their feelings hurt. Others tried it and didn't want to put the effort in. But for whatever reason, you and I 
I knew I could always count on you and trust you. And at the same time, when it comes down to it, you and I constantly talk about wrestling. So even if we don't have a guest, we can always come up with something to talk about, just even if it's off the cuff. But I want to say also that I like that you are not afraid to bring up stuff where, as you may have let it go to the wayside, some things that keep me up at night. I mean, some of the things that keep me up that, at night the most are are the fact that I didn't say something and I wish I had, of, you know, and it's it's silly to say that it keeps me up at night. But what I mean by that is it's true. You know, I really do. You know, like certain guys, I'm like, man, I wish I would have said that or man, I wish I would have studied that or I wish I would have researched that and been more prepared for that interview. But I still don't fully love that I am the lead voice on this show. I mean, I, you know, I consider myself your co-host as much as you consider me your, you know, being that you're a co-host, but I just, I'm with you. I want to keep improving as well. I want to keep getting better. I want to get, you know, more, you know, I just want to do better uh, at my job as well. And I, I feel like that's the thing is keeping an open mind and continuing to learn. And I think as long as you do that, you will continue to to develop and become what you're hoping and, and thinking in your mind. But I'm happy with not only the way you were, but I'm happy with how you've improved. And I think I think that'll be something that'll come easy for you. I really do. So, yeah, I'm excited about it, though. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like you will. Okay, so my number three, and this one is interesting because I've said it a million times and I'll say it a million more. I, my prayer and my hope for the wrestling, especially in ring, is that they will continue to work on not telegraphing moves. That is the one thing that bugs me till the end of time. You know, recently, like I said, we went to Johnson City and saw, you know, live wrestling, WWE wrestling. And you can tell that that is the modern way of wrestling now because everything is set up. So there was a spot where, it was a three-way girls match, and Charlotte was on the outside of the ring. Io Sky was in the ring, and Bianca Belair was in the ring. Well, there was a spot where Bianca was supposed to run to Charlotte, and Charlotte would boot her in the face, basically. Well, the biggest problem that I had was that Charlotte stuck her foot out, Bianca saw it and then started running towards the foot. That to me is just bugs the crap out of me. Yeah. I, I the telegraphing of moves gets really old, and I wish that they would stop doing it because to me it's just uh, it's just uh, it gets old, man. It really does. And and I you know it, the biggest thing that stuck out for a long time was how the guys would throw a clothesline as they're running the ropes, and one guy would not get down far enough, so the guy would have to like swing his arm up in, in a very unnatural looking clothesline method you know what i'm saying Absolutely. it's almost like well i don't want to hit you now you know so anyway my point on that is is just i pray and and for those of you that are young in the business if you're listening quit telegraphing your moves let's 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 keep that air of believability in in everything and and let's not worry about what the spots say let's let's focus in on telling a good story and i think everything else will come after that so anyway i think it's great you know one of my biggest pet peeves with wrestling is the um nonsensical dives to the outside where everybody's just standing around like like they're dazed and they have to stand there for 15 seconds for you to dive to the outside it's like right it's like if if i'm that dazed i'm going to be on the floor dazed i'm not going to be standing up 
Right, exactly. I, I recently saw a match with Macho Man and Harley Race, and Macho did like the axe handle on Harley, and Harley does this like, and that was Macho's setup to do the elbow drop off the top rope. Well, currently, in the current business, they would drop where they stand, and then they would scoot over to get in position for the guy jumping off the top rope. That's what would happen now. Harley, however, like, dazed and like like kind of ambled around and on his tiptoes like harley always did and kind of danced around for a second and fell perfectly in the spot where he needed to be for macho man now you can say jimmy comparing current product to macho man and harley race is fool's errand you know fair (laughs) it's not fair but i still feel like you can learn something from those guys by watching and that is one thing that bugs me it's like you have to you fall out of position and then you have to scoot over you're standing on the outside of the ropes for the suicide dive and then what happens you gather up together to catch the guy and you end up kicking your partner and hitting your you know, the opponents and, and the clothesline, the boot through the ropes, whatever it is, let's just stop telegraphing the moves. Just do your best. If, if it requires you to cut a move out of your move set, again, you know, do it. But, you know, it just goes back to the Chris Kern episode when Chris Kern, he, he gave me one of those wrestling light bulbs and that he said these guys learn from pro wrestling video games. And that makes sense. There's no story to be told in those matches. It's literally just mash buttons until you win, you know? So, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, stop telegraphing the moves. I'll be happy. I promise next year when we do another one of these, I'll shut up about it. But Let's just try to do our best to stop telegraphing the moves. Let's let's leave some air of believability to the to the business. Right. What's your number three, Sheik? My number three is for wrestling fans to just get along. If if somebody likes WWE, let them like WWE. If somebody likes AEW, let them like AEW. If they like the Indies, let them like the Indies. Don't be the judge, jury, and executioner just because they don't like AEW and what you watch, or just because they don't like WWE and what you watch. Let them enjoy what they want to enjoy. Wrestling is going through uh, a sort of boom right now. I mean, TV deals are getting bigger for um, these wrestling companies, you know, and there's talks of even bigger deals coming for, uh, I think, Monday Night Raw. And, you know, let let this, let, let them, let people like what they want to like. It's fine. Just because, right. just because, um, we're we're in such a divided society where if you don't agree with me, then you're wrong and you're 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 full of hate and everything like that. That doesn't have to be the case. Right. We can disagree right. and still be friends. It doesn't have to exactly. be exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a uh, I'm a I'm a huge Duke Blue Devils basketball fan, and you know I've got some really good friends that are North Carolina Tar Heel fans. It doesn't mean we can't be friends. I mean, we're never going to agree with who we want to see win that game. But we can be friends. I mean, right? Why can't why can't AEW and WWE fans just get along? Yeah, amen to that. I agree. Couldn't agree more, honestly. And when it comes down to it, you know, not only let's get along and 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 enjoy the wrestling that we enjoy. That's that's just my my focus is I'm going to try my best to support all wrestling in every way possible. And that's kind of my own personal New Year's resolution is I'm trying to live what you're saying right there. I want to, because sometimes I do get negative on things because they annoy me, but it's mostly out of frustration with, you know, 
what we grew up with, you know what I mean? And knowing what we grew up with and knowing what wrestling can be. You know, I see so many people like wrestling intergender matches. Golly, nothing bugs me more because nothing kills believability like intergender matches. But I have some good friends that wrestle intergender matches. So I would, you know, like Team IOU, Carrie and, and Nick Iggy, they're the carnies. They've recently wrestled two girls, like a tag team match against two girls. And I want, I would love to hear the reasoning by it other than, well, everybody's doing it, so why not us? Yeah. I would love to hear what their reasoning for doing those matches and, and keeping it believable because I just, I, I still, you guys can call me sexist, you can call me close-minded, but I still do not see the believability in wrestling in a, in a women's and men's match. Even, you know, Andy Kaufman at least was funny, but... Andy Kaufman is the exception, I think, though, yeah, because yeah. he wasn't a trained wrestler. He was an actor who didn't have the physique of an athlete, a very athletic man. So right. he was believable in his stuff. <laughs> so, but but other than that, I have it, it, it's tough sometimes. It is. I agree. But I didn't mean to get off on that tangent there. I will say that I agree with you, though. Let people love the wrestling that they love. And just I thank God today that there is pro wrestling because it's something that I, you know, you and I can get together on. And even though if we don't agree on everything, we can agree that we love pro wrestling. You know what I'm saying? So. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, the list is getting smaller and smaller as we go. But my number two, it was on my list last year. Didn't happen, even though there were strong rumors that it was. But let's get the Midnight Express in the WWE Hall of Fame. Seriously. I mean, it it, it needs to happen. Um, unfortunately, what I, what I hate the most is that the one that needs to be there as much as anybody won't be won't be there when that happens. Um, right. You know, Bobby Eaton is is the epitome of the Midnight Express. He's the and I know he wasn't original Midnight Express, but but when people think of the Midnight Express, for the most part, they 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 think Bobby Eaton. And oh, oh, totally, totally. But you know, you can and a lot of people are going to say, well, who do you put in? Do you put Dennis and Bobby? Do you put Stan and Bobby? I think you do this. Yes, you put both of them. <laughs> yeah, I think you do this. You have two guys that are still alive, Stan and Dennis, even though they never tagged together, maybe in six man tags or something like that. They did. But let's take Jim Cornette. Let's take Dennis Condry. Let's take Stan Lane. And in in memoriam of Bobby Eaton, let's get the Midnight Express in the WWE Hall of Fame. This should have been done years ago. And maybe it's Cornette that's causing them to not go in. Maybe it is simply, you know, the fact that they never wrestled in WWE. And God forbid it be Bob Holly and Bart Gunn in there. <laughs> let's, no, let's, please no. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. But I mean, Bob Holly could go in on his own. I have N- no nothing against either one of them. Just please no. Yeah, yeah, please no. Put the smoking guns in. I don't care. Put Bob Holly in. I don't care. But let's get the Midnight Express in the Hall of Fame and let's do it this year. And that's all I can say about that. Where where's WrestleMania going to be? Is it uh, it's, uh, it's not California, is it? Mm. Anyway, sometimes they do it because it's regional type deals. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. at this point, who cares? Midnight Express 2024 WWE Hall of Fame. Make it so. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because, I mean, it, you know, it needs to happen. They're they're 
I'm, I'm not going to say arguably. They're one. They're a they're a top five tag team of all time on any list you want to look like. And if they're not, you're stupid. Um, and that it's 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 beyond time for them to be there. And maybe maybe like you said, maybe Cornette's kind of kept them out because of because of who he is. I mean, kind of. Um, but it's it's just crazy that they can't that they can't get um, them in there because they 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 so deserve to be. Absolutely. Enough it's said. In, it's in Philadelphia this year. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Well, that's close enough to the East Coast for <laughs> or the Southeast, let's just say that. So, yeah, I, I love it. I think it needs to happen. Let's make it happen. And it'll probably have some ECW people, I would imagine, with Philadelphia. I would imagine, yeah. But who knows? We'll see. Put Tommy Dreamer in, too. But let's get the Midnight Express in the WWE Hall of Fame. And if you disagree with that, this probably isn't the right podcast for you. We've got <laughs> two words for you. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Anyway, yeah. What's your number two, Sheik? So mine is a. Um, it, it's it's evolved as, we, as we've been talking here. Uh, um, I've I've thought about it a lot, and, and it's part of it's going to involve the plastic Sheik. So I'll start with that part. It's I want the Dustin Rhodes Galoob UK exclusive, uh, the Galoob figure. Uh, so that's part of it, and the other part is. For Dustin Rhodes to, I don't know what what's I haven't seen him on AEW and maybe I don't watch enough of it. I guess maybe but I haven't seen him. I, I want him to get some love as far as wrestling goes because I love Cody, but Dustin's way better. I mean, Dustin's yeah. probably a better worker than Dusty was. Oh um, yeah, yeah. In uh, ring, gold, I, I, yeah, Gold Dust. I mean is one of the most amazing characters ever really. Uh, yeah. And you know, some people can hate that. That's fine. But he was fully committed to that role. I mean, right. like, and he didn't have to be necessarily, he could have probably uh, found his way back somewhere else uh, as, as Dustin Rhodes and not had to do it. But that, that character is uh, if you, if we ever do a top 10 characters, he's going to be on my list. <laughs> so uh, yeah, He's an amazing wrestler. You know, Cody does some of his spots. Um, he, he he just deserves more than he deserves to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. And I'm sure he will be one of these days. Um, I don't know if he's kind of waiting out his contract and he'll end up back in WWE somehow. I don't know how that's I, I don't know if that's even a thought or even a possibility. But I right. would just like to see Dustin Rhodes get some uh, get, get some love from the wrestling business. Uh, yeah. and you know, you know, that match with him and Cody and AEW was, it was a great match. <laughs> yeah, it really it was. was. And, was. uh, you know, and then the selfish part of it is of course, again, for me to get the, uh, the Galoob, uh, <laughs> Rhodes and that'll help my, then I'll, then I'll be trying to complete my Galoob collection. So any idea how much that bad boy's going for? I think you can get a decent one for 50 plus. I don't know. That's cool. I don't know. If you really want to, if you want a really good one, it may be more closer to a hundred, but I, I don't know off the top of my head. I've, I've looked at it a few times, kicked the wheels on it, but I've been so focused on some of my other collection. I hadn't really. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I want to get, if I, if I just focus on it, except for the fact that, you know, it's just not as prevalent as a lot of the other glue because of the uh, startup. Most of them were in the UK, I guess. 
Right. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I like that. I love anything you can do, Dustin Rhodes wise. I, I totally agree. I think he's the best Rhodes for sure. You know, and, and it's an odd one, I think, for me, but it, it kind of evolved and I kept moving it up my list. So um, he, he's just worthy of it. And I think that uh, I think it's it's I think people need to appreciate him for what he what he's been to the business. Absolutely. Could not agree more. Okay. Well, my number one of the official give me back my pro wrestling New Year's resolutions for 2024. My very number one is simply this. Give me back my pro wrestling. And, you know, we've brought up the less belts. We've brought up the telegraphing of moves. We've brought up all these things. But just... Let's get back to the basic storytelling that gave us all the greats that we have today. Let's let's get more out of our guys because, you know, Wolfie will say things like, you know, this guy, you know, Ricky Morton wrestled for so many years, but these guys these days are not going to have those long careers because they'll turn something that could be a whole match into a flurry of spots, you know. And I, I do, I am concerned for the, the long careers you know i mean somebody like brian daniels who, who got a second chance is now having to retire again because he's breaking down and mm-hmm. i just think there's so much more in story that could be there that could push if you didn't have to worry so much about getting in a million spots so i know the name of the show is is kind of funny when you think about it give me back my pro wrestling well what is your pro wrestling well my pro wrestling is different than yours and yours and yours and that guy over there and the fat boy that rick flair makes fun of all the time and all that but what i mean is is give me back my pro wrestling and mainly it's it's story-based personal problems personal involvement to where the the storylines actually you know have some base of reality and let the other stuff be the 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 non-reality based stuff you know that's my thinking of it is give me back my pro wrestling yeah that makes sense to me and and for somebody else that can be their pro wrestling um but for us it's uh that's that's the wrestling we love and that we want so amen amen Absolutely. Well, Sheik, what's your number one? So my number one, and I've kind of, and I mentioned it to you earlier before we started recording, and it's one of those that I kind of, I kind of want to, I may not word it right, but hopefully I'll get across the meaning I mean to it. But I want WWE to not miss the chance of capitalizing on somebody like L.A. Knight and any other guy that's red hot right now. Um, Roman Reigns has had the title for going on four years. He's pretty much a part-timer right now. I have no problem with him being in a lesser role and being more of an attraction-based champion. But it, it is it is somebody like Seth Rollins as a champion right now that's fighting on house shows and, and being in big storylines on Monday Night Raw every week that, that I really think that WWE needs uh, for his champion. Let let Roman take a, a year or so off if he wants to go do a movie or something like that if he if that's what he's interested in. I've heard that before. I don't know if it's true, but right. I, I think it's time for his title reign to end. And I really feel like they need to get a plan in place to get get the IC title off Gunther. Nothing against him either, but it, those are just some long reigns, and you 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 leave people behind. Like um, I, 
I think they didn't quite capitalize full enough with Sami Zayn's hotness last year with the bloodline story. And I just worry that they'll maybe drop the ball with LA Knight, Cody Rhodes. I mean, Cody's got to have a title sometime. Um, he's got to eventually. Yeah. Damian Priest. I mean, he's got the, he's got the money in the bank contract. I mean, are they going to have him lose that? I mean, that's going to cool everything down. He's done. I don't know if they see him as the main guy, but let him be a transitional champion. If he needs to be, you know, there's nothing wrong right. with that. I mean, right. May, maybe the one time we'll teach him how to be a champion for the second time. He gets the belt, everything like right. that, but it just right. needs to, um, um, they need to not miss with like LA night. And I've heard some people think that he's going to win the U S title off Logan Paul at WrestleMania or something like that. And maybe that'll be good enough, but maybe it won't. So, so they've got, they've got a lot of, uh, they've got a lot of main event players right now with Randy Orton, um, AJ styles back, CM Punk back. Um, you know, they just don't need to miss, um, CM Punk, man, again, I'm not a fan, uh, like a major fan of CM Punk, but his pop at Survivor Series and the reaction that he's got mostly from the WWE crowd has been pretty amazing, and it's good yeah. for wrestling, honestly. So. Amen. Yeah, it is. It is. And whether you like Punk or not, I respect him, and I I hope. But also, you can't deny that pop. It's just the same thing with LA Knight. When do you when do you push it so far that the fans give up and they're like, okay, well, if you're not going to believe in him, I'm not going to believe in him either. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that that's part of giving me back my pro wrestling to me is let's let's really take advantage of of the pops. And sometimes I feel like at WWE. They don't want to pull the trigger until they've literally ran them to, down to almost nothing. And maybe there's a theory behind that that's that's proven through time. Maybe not. But I agree with you. I would love them to see the, them pull the trigger on somebody. And, and let's get a let's get some fresh blood. I, I don't even think AJ or Randy or CM Punk are the answer there. I do think it needs to be somebody new, like a Damian Priest or an LA Knight. You know. Yeah. Maybe in theory, Damian Priest could win it off of Seth Rollins or whoever wins that belt, and then maybe LA Knight. Because I really feel like whoever wins it next off of Roman Reigns, I feel like it will be a big statement for getting them over to the ultimate. You know, so yeah. I mean, if you beat the guy that's held it for twelve hundred plus days, I mean, <laughs> that's a big right. statement. <laughs> It sure is, and he's only got three people ahead of him: Backlund, Hogan, and Bruno. So yeah, yeah. he ain't catching Bruno, I don't think. I mean, that would be, oh god, like three or four more years he would have that belt, and I think that would be, you know, because the WWE kind of made their bed now. You know, those long title reigns are are something that they kind of killed, you know, and now yeah. they're trying to make it more. Uh, uh, the Gunther thing doesn't bother me as much, but I feel it doesn't, like it's, it doesn't, but it's know. just time. They need somebody to, they need a legit competitor to step up to him. Uh, I, as much as him and Miz had a pretty good program here lately, but I just never felt like the Miz was going to win it. Yeah. I, I, I foresee a, a, a face turn for him eventually because how much he was getting over with those chops, you know, yeah. does he make a great face? No, but I, I feel like in the long run, people will start pulling for him because he's a tough guy. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Well, that was it, y'all. Our an unofficial, not going to get sued by the Wolfie D podcast, top 10 <laughs> New Year's <laughs> Eve 
resolutions or New Year's resolutions for pro wrestling. So, yeah. Did you all agree with them? Did you hate them? Did you think this was a complete waste of your time? Whatever. We appreciate your input. We hope you all have your own lists and we'd love to see them. So, you know, let us know about that. But I tell you what, if you don't have anything else, let's come back and wrap things up. What do you say? Let's do it, brother. That sounds great. All right. All right. We will be right back after these messages. What's up, Jimmy? Brian Turner here, wishing all the best to the show in 2024. And my New Year's hope for pro wrestling is just for the guys and girls to simply just start throwing better punches. It's bad when I pop the same off a good punch as I would have of moonsault like back in the late 80s and stuff. So no excuses not to learn. Every room has a wall. Get the punching. Love you, Jimmy, and wish all the best in 2024. And there's no, there's no problem with having heat with people. <laughs> Love you. This is the big picture, Michael Jablonski. You know, when Jimmy Street asked me to give my New Year's resolution for the year 2024 and my wish for the professional wrestling world, there's so many things that come to mind. Most importantly, I hope the angles are hot. I hope the houses are up. I hope that everyone enjoys themselves in the sport of professional wrestling. The fans, the boys, everybody. And in this year, I hope all that seek find and if you don't have a relationship with the lord jesus christ i hope that you find that relationship in whatever way possible 2024 is going to be a good one let's make it the best it's been yet this is your rock star ring announcer aaron camaro I'm a man who believes the two greatest art forms ever created are professional wrestling and heavy rock music. So when I'm not hosting the best parties that also happen to be live professional wrestling shows, I'm hosting the Decibel Geek Podcast. Decibel Geek is a weekly podcast that features discussions of all things rock. We're talking the Beatles, the Stones, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, Black Sabbath, Kiss, Ozzy, Motley Crue, Guns N' Roses, Metallica, Alice in Chains, Pantera, and everything in between. Plus, we'll turn you on to new bands from today that have the same spirit and style that the legends do. Decibel Geek is hosted by myself along with Rockin' Pod founder Chris Sinzak and each week you'll get interviews with famous musicians and industry insiders along with informative, entertaining, humorous and insightful discussions and most importantly a passion for the music. So if you love to rock out as much as I do then this is your invitation to the greatest rock and roll party in all of podcasting. It's Decibel Geek, and it's available right now on all major podcast platforms. Oh, yeah. Hey, 
Hey everyone, this is Shane from Insane Shane's World. I release wrestling figures of enhancement talent, mid-card wrestlers, and wrestlers that you never thought would have a figure available. So if you are interested in adding a really cool and rare figure to your collection, then don't hesitate to contact me at shamtheman73 at gmail.com. That's S-H-A-M-the-man73 at gmail.com. You can also join my Facebook group. Just search Insane Shane's World. This is the one and only master of the pile driver, Ace Scott Spade, the leader of the group known as the Torture Killers. And give me back my pro wrestling podcast wants to know what I have for my New Year's resolution for the year 2024. And the answer to that question is very simple to create as much havoc, carnage, and torture than any other year in my career. Now entering my 20th year in the great sport of professional wrestling, I plan to fill more hospital beds and more careers and possibly even give the graveyards a little bit more business than ever before. And mark my words, this year I will be coming back to Tennessee once again to eliminate my rivals for the last 20 years, the Mortons, the Devils, Ben Jordan, the Wild Boys, anybody that gets in my way, you're in my target. I'll see you guys later. Oh, Sheik, our top 10 New Year's resolutions for pro wrestling. That was fun, man. I'm glad we did that one. Yeah, me too, brother. I think it'll be uh, interesting to look back uh, later in the year and see how many of those have uh, came true or, or, or followed through with or whatever like that. And, you know, a lot of them are out of our control completely. Uh so we we can only control what we can control, but but the ones that we can control, let's uh, let's let's see what we can do with those. Yeah, if you have the a bingo card for the podcast, let us let us know how we do at the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, abs- absolutely, go to at GMBMPW on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Let us know what y'all think about the, our top ten list. Right, let us know what would be on your resolution list as far as what your resolutions are for pro wrestling. Did you agree with what we said? Did you disagree with what we said? Either way, we thank you all so much for listening. We thank you all so. Much much for being great part of the give me back my pro wrestling family we really 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 could not do it without you all guys so just want to say thank you so much for supporting us through 2023 thank you so much for supporting us in 2024 as well we've got bigger and better things coming up i know that's crazy to say because 2023 was such a great year for us but we also don't look too far in the past as far as what we're doing for this podcast so even though we look in the past for wrestling for almost every show we're not looking back on what we've done we're gonna we're gonna focus on what we're gonna do and i think i think y'all are gonna love it i know we've got confirmations for some great names coming up that i don't want to spill but let's just say i know of like three or four shows coming up that are going to be absolutely incredible and i can't wait for y'all to check them out yeah man it's it's gonna be exciting and i'm happy to be along for the ride with you 
well, that's it, man. That's it. As long as you're happy to be along for the ride, then we're going to keep driving this bad boy home. So when it comes down to it, once again, we thank y'all. Have a happy new year. We greatly just hope everyone has a safe and happy new year. Hope hope 2024 is as good a year for you as we hope it's going to be for us. And, you know, go buy some T-shirts at Pro Wrestling Tees. Like I said, I still have that sticker pack offer. If you want that sticker pack, I had a couple people take us up on that. But, hey, let us know. I promise you I'll send them out. But supply is limited on a couple stickers, but we can get more made. But I will say that, once again, if you buy a T-shirt, If you leave a review and five stars, or if you subscribe to our YouTube and comment and show us that, we'll send you a free sticker packet, totally paid on us. Y'all can have some Give Me Back My Pro Wrestling stickers. We put a lot of work into those, and hopefully you will enjoy them. And it's all about just promoting and and showing the love to our listeners as 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 much as we appreciate y'all as much as y'all have given us to listen as as much as we appreciate y'all back we want to give something back so when it comes down to it thank you all again and we'll see you next episode right yeah that sounds good to me all right we've got some cool things coming up y'all just keep your eyes focused on at gmbmpw on whatever social media platform you enjoy you'll hear all about it very soon i promise but starting out with a bang let's just say that 2024 is starting out with a bang and be on the lookout for great things to come thank you all again and we will talk to you all next time don't forget should all acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should all acquaintance be forgot in the days of Auld Lang Syne? All right. Thank y'all. Hey guys, this is Wolfie D, and my New Year's resolution for 2024 is going to be to treat Wolfie D just a little bit better. And I'm not talking about taking myself to fancy dinners and buying fancy clothes. I'm talking about a little self-care and love Wolfie D just a little bit more. Y'all have a good one. With a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life. This has been a James Rock Street production.